Welcome, everybody. You're listening to Reflect to Redeem, episode 104, where I help you reflect to redeem your life. I am your host, Mentor Mel, and today's episode is going to dive into those insecurities and address those experiences that are negatively affecting your present. Guys, we are back with another episode, episode 104, and we're just going to touch base on something that I'm I'm pretty sure that we, I feel like it's an epidemic, and the reason why I feel like that is because it, it affects us on so many levels of our life, so many levels. So we have insecurities that can come about at a young age and us not dealing with those insecurities can spill over into our current existence things that we hadn't dealt with because you know we thought we'd just get older and it just goes away i would like to say that is far from the case and now when you're older you're just in the situation where you are still i wouldn't even say handling it like a child but it takes you back to a dark place that you really just didn't want to address. And now you're actually going to probably blow up more. You're going to respond way more negatively than you than probably originally thought of. You're going to fly off the handle a lot quicker. Insecurities is an epidemic. People don't want to address it. And the reason why they don't want to address it is because it's not just one thing that makes it an insecurity. We can have people that are insecure about their weight. We can have people that are insecure about their calf muscles not being as big as the other guys in the gym. It could be something, you know, the way we think. It could be, you know, your orientation. It could be your skin tone. There's all types of things that can affect someone on their confidence level. And because of that thing, it can now spill over into your adult life. Now let's go into your childhood and let's say you know you're very insecure about your skin now I know people that have darker skin and I think melanin is a beautiful thing all shades of it it's really I feel like it's a part of the world it tells a story of the world we're not all one shade for a reason our ancestors lived in different parts of the world therefore our bodies adapted to where we were someone can also be insecure about you know their weight They've probably been bullied as a kid because they didn't look like the other kids. Therefore, when they get older, those same feelings can come back. Granted, we're all now adults. Nobody's thinking about you. <laughs> Let's be honest. We're, we're not really focused on you because we're all too focused on ourselves. I honestly think that's the best thing. So it's like somebody that goes to the gym for the first time and they really feel out of their element and they feel like they don't look like the people that have been there forever, they all have an image of what they want for themselves. Nobody actually looks at the next person because they're so focused on trying to get themselves where they want to go. Same thing could be said in the workforce. I personally don't care about your particular skills because I'm working on my own skills to move throughout the company if I want. Just focus on your end goal. What do you want? So another thing too I realize is when people are insecure, they're very good at deflecting. And I honestly, I read through it so quickly. So it's not even like, (laughs) it doesn't faze me at all. 
it honestly makes me feel sad for you because you're trying to put the spotlight on somebody else to where we don't focus on you, but it makes us focus on you. Those that are not confident in who they are will try to make someone else look worse than they are. You tried to put them on blast to, to everyone, look at what this person's doing, why they're just doing their job. And if they may have missed something doing their job, that is not your job to point it out. If anything, you should pull them to the side and be like, hey, well, I noticed you did something like this. Um, might I recommend you do it this way? It's all about delivery. But yeah, doing things like that, it really just leaves a sour taste in your mouth, especially if you have to work with the person. Um, it makes it kind of difficult to really trust that person because it's like, oh, when's the next time they're going to try and put me on blast again for doing my job? And also if it's, you know, if you're kind hearted about it or you just go with the flow, it literally will get worse. So those people that don't like to ruffle the feathers, it slowly takes a toll on you. By the time it gets to a point where it's unacceptable, where it's like now it's, it's going to be a confrontation because the time that you had to address it has passed. So it's like telling a child no for small things so they don't go shoot a whole school up. Like you tell them, no, you don't do this. No, you can't do that. But if you let them just sit there and say, oh, it's whatever. Now they're going to take it to the extreme. But anywho, trying to impress somebody does not need to be at the expense of someone else. I like to impress people by just customer service. People will always remember good customer service. Chick-fil-A, need I say more? Chick-fil-A knows how to give great customer service. It's crazy. And we always remember really bad customer service, McDonald's. When you're trying to impress somebody, you really don't need to belittle someone else to make yourself seem super duper best. It really just puts a spotlight on you like, man, this guy really, really sucks. I really don't want to be around him. It's going to be very hard to work with him. It's like even in a high school environment, I feel like people, that's the point in time in your life where you want the most friends and everything's so numbers-based. And I feel like it's worse now because of social media. Social media, it makes you look at how many followers you have, how many people are following you, and how many people you're following like why why the numerics i'm going to use kanye west for this example and granted 2018 was probably not his best year but he did say one good thing he said he wished that social media did not have numerics he wished that it didn't have how many followers you had how many people are following you i totally agree with him because it's brainwashing people to, oh man, I don't have the amount of followers or subscribers that I need. But really, it should be down to the fact of, do you like your content? And if you do, keep going. The right people will find you. And those that stick with you, hey, they're true champs. Like, you don't trade those in. You don't trade those people in, you keep them. You keep them and you grow with them. But yeah, something that I've dealt with personally was um, some workplace bullying. 
and I've been bullied all my life. And I know everybody says that, but I always knew I was different and I didn't have a problem with it. I actually liked the fact that I was different from my peers. I always felt that my peers were not on my level. And by the time they got to my level, now I got to a new bar or new level. So those that I grew up with, you know, that judged me based on how I dressed or, you know, what I said, how I spoke, that was a big one. They judged me because I quote unquote talked white. I'm like, I'm just enunciating my words. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that affects you. Is it because I sound smart? But I'm not really trying to sound smart. I'm speaking. Oh, and they also probably didn't like me because my activities outside of school (laughs) was band and basketball. I played the clarinet and I played basketball. So those things probably set me apart from the people that I rode on the bus with home. Riding the bus was probably one of the worst experiences, but what could you do? Best part was I was the first stop. I didn't have to stay on it long. So definitely bullying back then prepped me for bullying at a more adult age. The whole time I was more concerned about them. Why do you feel the need to downplay me to make yourself seem better? You're already in a higher position. You're already getting paid more than I am. What more do you want from me? Those are things that I never understood. But as I was in it, I just made sure I distanced myself from that type of environment. It wasn't healthy. It wasn't conducive to me growing. But overall, workplace bullying is something that is there. But for some reason, people don't want to deal with it or address it because these are now adults. My thing is, if these are adults, then we should really be able to tone it down. High school may be a little bit different because there's more click-based stuff. But if clicks are happening in a work environment... That tells you the maturity level of the people that you're working with. That was another thing I was sad about because overall it just showed, hey, y'all are acting like a bunch of high schoolers. But I'm not going to subject myself to this type of environment because I'm not in a managerial position to really get on y'all like the manager should. I'm just going to part ways. It's the best thing I could do. So the biggest thing about dealing with bullying is definitely separating yourself from the environment. Now, those bulliers, they're definitely dealing with major insecurities that is really affecting their present. You are literally in a higher position. Why are you not happy with your current status? Those that aren't happy want others to feel how they feel. Those that are miserable want company. We want to all be miserable. That way I know that this is just life. This is just going to be how it is. Woe is me. Feel sorry for me. Join me. I refuse. Because I'm not one to sit and complain. It bothered them. It completely bothered them. This was an anomaly. Like, okay, cool, whatever. But overall, how you treat people is a reflection on you not the person that you're treating badly. How the person that that is being treated badly deals with you speaks volumes of their character. If you get no reaction out of them, wow, the patient levels. I need those that are having issues 
that they aren't dealing with to really sit back and reflect on your life and really do like a true analysis like you know I probably did not do the best that I could could do I probably could have handled this situation better bullying is a is an epidemic insecurities is a huge epidemic it's an epidemic that people are afraid to really deal with but the best part about your insecurities is it's inner nobody knows about it but you nobody knows about your struggle but you so there's no room for judgment no one can judge you on you trying to be a better you you have things in your past that yes were rough but are you going to let that dictate who you become who you are I refuse to so even in school bullying I feel like that's a whole nother ball game to workplace bullying but school bullying is literally hiding in a group of people especially if it's a group of people that are um, attacking a person and then there's always people that are in the group that don't necessarily agree with the head honcho bullier they just go along with it because they don't want to be the subject and that just tells me that they can't handle that so if you sit there and don't say anything you're just as bad as the one that's saying everything so for me I was an outsider I always liked to be friends with the person that people didn't take the time to understand or want to understand because everybody has a story everybody deserves that friend that truly cares about them but also those people from school that were bullies in school hopefully they got out of it sometimes they don't so now they're in the real world life we're gonna we're gonna say real world equals life now they're dealing with life life in the form of what's popular now so social media is the huge huge thing that almost everybody has because everybody has basically a smartphone so within our smartphones we're able to access all these different avenues to see what other people are doing and it is now kind of enforced the bullying because you don't see the face of the person that actually types if you don't if they don't want you if they don't want to be seen if they don't want to be seen they can make it so so now we got these uh trollers trollers are out doing what they do and then we have these people that want to be in the spotlight because it's like validation for them this is now oh look at me i'm in the spotlight everybody look and care about what i'm doing make sure y'all like my post honestly i want If my content gets out to a lot of people, I want it to really affect people. And I want them to be like, hey, you should listen to this person. This is really good content that's going to help you grow. Not some vain stuff like, oh, look at me. I'm at the beach. I'm on vacation. I'm here. I'm in a mountain. I'm climbing the mountain. Now I'm at the bottom of the mountain. Oh, look at my pose by the water. Like, come on, people. Social media is our biggest hindrance because it's now reinforcing the bully antics from people. We are reinforcing 
the insecurities of people because now those people that have insecurities are now able to access all these people and oh my god look at all these people they look better than me like it's literally back in the day they would they were so concerned about how people looked on the cover of a magazine well now the cover of a magazine equals social media and i like the way that some people that are in the spotlight are now making note of hey i got curves i got stretch marks I got cellulite, like I am human. That's a great, great image to portray to people because for some reason I feel like people think that you should look this way. We are all human and we're going to look different no matter what. People that are even like the spotlight. I read a post from someone and they basically said that they're going to take a break from social media because it's too stressful. I'm like, what does that mean? It's too stressful. If you don't want to be on it, why do, why do you have to announce it? Just don't be on it. And her thing was, she said that she was viewing, that she was losing users and or followers, and it was really stressful for her. And I'm like, so what if they go? If you are truly authentic about what you want to put out there and you are truly passionate, the right people are going to find you. They're going to find you and they're going to stay. If they leave, then that means they're only there for one thing. And that's the vain stuff that is really like a virus to our community. People that are in the spotlight truly experience anxiety because it's like, I have to stay relevant. I have to, you know, be in the spotlight. Like even Kim Kardashian was like, she always has to have somebody talking about her or That's why she always pops back into, like, the spotlight. She's afraid she will be forgotten. How, people? Let me ask this question. How are we going to forget Kim Kardashian? How? They have made multiple brands, multiple Kardashians. Hell, if one Kardashian takes a little break, I'm pretty sure the others will still make the one that went, you know, took a break relevant. You are in royalties, ma'am. You are in literally where you make money for nothing. I always said to myself, I wanted the money without the fame. Without the fame. Because I can't, I don't, I want to be like a regular person. I want to go where I want to go and not be followed. Because if you think about it, how creepy that is, paparazzi follow you. I do not want to be that relevant. That's actually a curse. I'll pass. But yeah, so these people that want to be in the spotlight, it's, it's kind of an insecurity that they want attention because I feel like those that really want attention did not get it when they were younger. So now they're at this, this age. They're like, you know what? I'm going to demand I'm going to demand to be in the spotlight and people are going to love me. They're all going to love me. Like, what? That's just far from what I even envision for a person. Like, you should truly just be happy with what you're doing. Make yourself happy first, not others. It's like, I know you're a brand, but I feel like if you are your true self, people will follow if they want to. And if they don't, then we're not everyone is supposed to like you either. Oh, wait, what? 
That's the thing. Not everyone is supposed to like you. That's why we have different personality traits. Those insecurities from your past will definitely affect your present and your future. So, please, people, go see a therapist. Go talk to a friend that's very understanding and non-judgmental. Do what you have to do to really focus on areas where you need work and areas where you know it's time for improvement and it's just time to be better. You need to stop sitting and blaming all these other people for your issues, your problems, what you're going through, and really look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Don't be mad at someone else because they're a size, whatever. Really focus on you. Are you where you want to be in life? If not, how do you get to where you want to be? Who you want to be? Work on those insecurities. Sit and really evaluate yourself. Because at the end of the day, it is only you that you have to deal with. And if you really don't like yourself, man, that's a tough life. You got a long time to be with yourself and not like yourself. I mean, I'm, I love myself, so we here. Not everyone is supposed to love me. And I'm okay with it. Work on those insecurities. Insecurities at this moment is an epidemic. That people do not want to address. Be different. Address your insecurities. Make them your strengths. Make them something desirable. And make them something that inspires other people. Thanks for listening, guys. I appreciate you all sticking with me through these episodes. My goal is for everyone that's listening to my podcast to really push yourself to go past your comfort zone. I hope you all realize that good and bad things happen to everyone. How you respond determines where you will end up in life. Trust that you being you is not a mistake, regardless of what people may tell you. Remember, success begins and ends with Y, O, and U. Until we meet again, this is Melanie McFadden, aka Mentor Mel, signing off.